Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Cindy Linden, and this is the Cook Along Podcast. We're going to make a quick bread today. I like quick breads a lot. Quick breads are fun and easy to make. Even though they really are misnamed, they aren't exactly quick to make because they have to bake for kind of a long time. But what they don't have is yeast and a requirement for rising time. And I imagine that's probably why they ended up being called quick breads. Mostly they are sweet banana bread, pumpkin bread. By the way, if you do like quick breads, there are a couple of really nice ones in the Cook Along podcast feed and on the cookalongpodcast.com website. I have a pumpkin bread on there that's really excellent. And there's an extraordinary lemon zucchini bread podcast that I highly recommend. Today, I have a new one we're going to try. It's called Blueberry Almond Quick Bread, and it comes from the Food Network. I pulled it out to give it a shot because I'm intrigued with some of the ingredients. There are oats in it, which should help make it more healthy than a lot of quick breads end up being. And there's yogurt in it, and then some really nice spices. So I think this could be really good, and of course... The nuts in there will make a nice textural change as well as a nice flavor. And it's hard to go wrong with blueberries in almost anything. So it seemed like worth a try. If you want to play along, here are the ingredients. You're going to need a half a cup of vegetable oil, and I'll be using canola oil for that. A half a cup of plain yogurt. And what I have in my house isn't just plain, plain yogurt. It's plain Greek yogurt, which I keep in my house all the time because it allows me to throw together a last-minute pizza crust, which, incidentally, you can also find in the Cook Along podcast feed and on the website. It's homemade pizza in less than an hour. And in order to make that, you have to use a self-rising flour, and it interacts with the Greek yogurt. So I always have that in my house so that I don't have to plan ahead when I want a really nice pizza made at home. Two large eggs, a teaspoon of vanilla extract, one and a half cups, plus one tablespoon of all-purpose flour. And I'll explain about that extra tablespoon when we get there but it doesn't all go together. You want to keep that one tablespoon separate. Three quarters of a cup of sugar. 
half cup of sliced almonds. That's the flat one, not the slivered almonds, which are little sticks. A half a cup of old-fashioned oats. That's not quick oats. That's the old-fashioned kind that cooks in six to ten minutes. They are going to be a little chewier. You could use quick oats, I suppose, if that's all you have. But the regular old-fashioned oats will have more substance to them and will make a much nicer addition to this batter. You need a teaspoon of baking powder, a teaspoon of ground cinnamon, half a teaspoon of salt, quarter of a teaspoon of baking soda. See, that's going to interact with the yogurt so that it helps it rise. You need a quarter of a teaspoon of ground nutmeg, which is one of the things I thought was kind of a fun ingredient here. It'll give it just a little flavor. That'll be nice. And one and a quarter cups of blueberries. If you have fresh ones, that's probably best. I don't. I have frozen ones because we go and pick our favorite breed of blueberry once a year in August. And we bring them home and freeze them and then we use them all year round. So I'm going to be using frozen berries. I think you could probably do the same if you have commercially frozen blueberries. I think that will be fine. The only difference is that with frozen blueberries, when you freeze them, the little cells of juice kind of explode. And that means that when you use them, there's juice that comes out in a way that it doesn't in fresh blueberries. And so your batter is more likely to be purple or blue than it will if you're using fresh berries. But the flavor should be the same. And if you don't mind your quick bread being a little blue, it isn't going to make any difference at all. Equipment that you need. Cooking spray. I'm calling that equipment rather than an ingredient. A 9 by 5 inch loaf pan. If you only have an 8 inch one, you may find that it's likely to overflow your pan. In which case you might want to put something underneath it when you put it in the oven just in case. A medium bowl a large bowl, a whisk, a toothpick to test it at the end, and a rack to cool it on when it's been out of the oven for a while. And then your only do-aheads are to preheat your oven to 350 degrees and use that cooking spray to coat that 9 by 5 inch loaf pan so that the loaf isn't going to stick to it. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. 
Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. If you have all those ingredients handy, we're ready to start. I've pulled all of mine out. I haven't measured things, but all the ingredients are out here on my counter so that I don't have to go rumbling around for them while I'm trying to talk to you. In the medium bowl, we're going to put the half cup of vegetable oil, or canola oil in my case. I think of them as interchangeable because they're both neutrally flavored with a high smoke point. Pour that half cup of oil into your medium bowl. The thing about quick breads is that they come together quite quickly. There's not a lot of effort involved. It just sort of stir them up. And then dump in your yogurt. I have a little more yogurt probably than I should because the containers that I buy are 5.7 ounces. And I measured that into my measuring cup and it really sort of looks like a half a cup, but it comes out just a hair above the line. I'm not going to worry about that, and I'm certainly not going to not use the yogurt. I think it'll be okay. I think this is going to be a pretty forgiving recipe for things like that, as long as I don't go way over. Now, the other thing that goes in here in this medium bowl is the eggs, which you can crack into a separate little bowl if you're worried about getting shell. I've had that happen and worse things happen. Go back and listen to my one bowl brownie recipe and you'll know what I'm talking about. I've had bad things happen and swear every time that I am, I am going to crack them into a little bowl first so that I don't have to deal with those things. And yet, I always go back to cracking them directly into the bowl. The other thing that goes in here now is the vanilla, a teaspoon if you've got it, of pure vanilla extract. If you don't, then whatever you do have, imitation or whatever, sometimes imitation is better than the real thing. And you can find a blog about that on my website as well. I think it's called Imitation Vanilla. Surprise! Ah, oh, yeah, all this shameless self-pitching. But the thing is that, you know, I put all those things, all the tips that I do, the recipes that I do, I really believe they're fabulous, and I want to share them with you. It's not just because I want the listens. I'm telling you because there's something really good in there for you that you will be glad you learned or glad you tasted. Now, we're just going to whisk these things together. Oil, yogurt, eggs, and vanilla. Just whisk it together until it's smooth. The yogurt may take a while to sort of smooth out. Mine certainly is. And that could be because not only is it Greek yogurt, but it's really been in my refrigerator a long time. 
I think, you know, its best buy date was almost three months ago. But I keep it in the very back of my fridge and I don't open it until I need it. And I think it's okay. Its main purpose is to provide a little fluid and to get the baking powder and baking soda all excited. All right, now, I should have said you need two whisks. You don't have to have two whisks, but if you have two whisks, you'll be glad right now. Because what we're gonna do now is in the larger bowl, we're gonna put your cup and a half of flour, which we are measuring first by stirring up that flour, aerate it before you start, or you're gonna get too much. Just stir it up in its container and then use the spoon you stirred with to scoop it into your measuring cup so that it's just in there lightly and not jam-packed down tight. You wanna do this with any kind of baked good. And in fact, I think most all recipes, we're doing one and a half cups. And then I think what I'll do so that I can get this canister off my counter is measure out my tablespoon that I'm gonna use later and just set it out here in a little bowl and then put the flour away. What we're gonna use that for is to coat the blueberries so that they suspend themselves properly in the batter. Because if you don't do that to them, they'll sink to the bottom. And in most baked goods, you don't really want them to do that. So this is the key to keeping them from doing that. The flour goes in the bowl, the sugar, three quarters of a cup, we can put that canister away when you've got that done. A half a cup of your sliced almonds. I keep these on hand most of the time because there's so many ways to use them that taste so nice. I keep them in the freezer and I recommend you do the same. Oil and nuts can make them start to smell really off after a bit and then there's nothing to do but toss them out. If you have enough space in your freezer and you wanna keep nuts on hand, and this is true of any nuts, Keep them in the freezer in a closed container. That will keep them from becoming rancid. So your half cup of almonds went in there. And then also your half cup of oats. I'm used to eating quick oats. So for baking, I have to keep old-fashioned ones on hand specially. In essence, what we're doing is we're putting in everything that is left. <laughs> everything we didn't put in the first bowl, we're putting in the second bowl or most everything anyway. Your teaspoon of cinnamon. Oh, I just shot cinnamon all over my kitchen. Rats, what a waste, a waste of good cinnamon. I feel worse about that than the fact that I'm gonna have to clean it up somehow. Half teaspoon of salt, quarter of a teaspoon of baking powder, a quarter of a teaspoon of baking soda. This will also help it to rise and a quarter of a teaspoon of ground nutmeg. Yeah, that smells really nice, very lovely. All right, now we're gonna use a second whisk or a spoon or whatever to kind of mix that up. It doesn't have to be a whisk. Actually, you know what, now that I'm doing this, I think a whisk is stupid. It's just <laughs> not useful on these nuts. So stir that all together with something other than a whisk so that you have this nice dry ingredient thing. Now, the wet ingredients, you're gonna pour into that dry batter. The wet ingredients have gotten quite thick sitting here, for mine anyway, and then fold it together. And that just means that you sort of scoop from the bottom of the bowl up over the top. 
of the mound repeatedly. What it means to tell you when it says that is that you need to be gentle with it. Don't whip it. Don't beat it into submission. Just gently around the bowl, along the side, down on the bottom, scoop the stuff on the bottom up to the top, and just keep doing that until it's all mixed up. We don't want to have all those rising ingredients get so excited that they lose their steam before they're in the pan to work where they're meant to work. You want to be sure that the flour is all wet and that there's no more on the bottom. All your dry ingredients are now part of a wet batter. When you get to the point where you're pretty sure all those dry ingredients are mixed in, you can stop. And now we're going to deal with blueberries. I am going to put my blueberries into a third bowl. I know I didn't tell you to do this, but I do think it will be easier. One and a quarter cups of blueberries. What I thought I had here was the ones from the place we do a U-Pick. This is actually from our yard. We have four kinds of blueberries in our yard, and they turn into berries at different times. And that is what we get to use here in my house today, which I'm not at all sad about. The other ones are probably more consistent because it's all one kind. But it's so fun to be able to tell people that you grew the berries that are in that bread. Thank you very much. I'm using my quarter of a cup measure since it's already dirty to get five of those into a bowl. Totaling one and a quarter cups. And then, remember that tablespoon of flour we pulled out? That gets sprinkled in with the blueberries to coat them. And no matter what kind of blueberries you're doing... Just gently toss those berries with that flour, and this will help keep them, as I said, suspended in the batter, and they won't just drop flat to the bottom. And when they've been tossed, take that bowl of berries with flour and dump it into the main batter bowl, and then fold those in the same way we did with the flour a minute ago, really gently, especially if you're using fresh berries at this point. You don't want to squish them. Even if you're using frozen, think about it. Pretend that you're using fresh berries and stir it that slowly. Again, scooping from the bottom up over the top until the berries are mixed in, which won't take very many turns to make happen. And then you pour all of that into the loaf pan that you sprayed a while earlier with cooking spray. Scrape the bowl clean as you're doing this so you don't leave any oats behind. And once you get it in the pan and your bowl is scraped clean, just flatten it out a little bit. Now see, I can see that mine is starting to turn a little purple. It's going to have purple streaks in it because my berries were frozen. I don't care. For me, it's really going to be about the taste. And you know, maybe it will turn out to be really pretty this way. That isn't usually the case, but it can happen. It could. Now... I am going to add one more touch just because I like to use whatever opportunity I have to do this. And I have some coarse sparkle sugar is what it's called. And I'm going to sprinkle that on top to give it a little crunch and visual appeal. There we go. Lovely. And then this just goes in the oven. You're going to bake it at that 350. Here's the long part of the quick bread. You want to set your timer for 55 minutes, kind of in the center of the oven. It may take longer than that. It may take up to 65 minutes. And the way you're going to know 
is that you put your toothpick in there right in the middle and when you pull it back out it comes out with no goo on it it comes out clean that's when the bread is done so start at 55 minutes add more time if you need to if it's not done by 65 minutes you really need to check your oven because it may not be heating to the right temperature and that it won't save you to check it for this recipe but it might save you on something later and by the way one more tip I've told you this before, and it is also in a blog on the website called Tricky Oven Temps. Remember that the temperature sensor in your oven is at the top. And because warm air rises, that means the top hits the temperature and makes your oven tell you that it's at the right temperature when the rest of the oven hasn't reached that temperature yet. So if you stick this in right after it beeps and says it's ready, the middle of your oven where that bread is cooking is not hot enough yet. So it's always good to wait 10 to 15 minutes after it beeps before you start putting your baking thing into your oven to be sure it's really at the right temperature. I don't think we need to talk again for today, but I want you to know two things. Once you bring it out, you're going to set it aside and you're going to let it sit and cool for an hour, a whole hour in the pan. And then at the end of that hour, you can remove the loaf from the pan which hopefully will come out easily, but just to make sure, you want to run a table knife around the edges of the pan before you try to invert it, and then be patient. It'll take gravity a minute to grab onto that loaf and bring it down to whatever you're putting it on. And then you want to turn it right side up again and set it on a cooling rack and let it cool the rest of the way. You want it completely cool before you try to cut it or it's just going to crumble. That... It's today's recipe, blueberry almond quick bread. Hang on, don't go away because I'm gonna jump right to the part where I tell you what I think of it. All right, the moment of truth. Was it worth the time and effort? Here, I'm taking my first bite. It's very crumbly. Mmm. The blueberries are nice. Mmm. I'm not getting a lot of almond out of it. The oats are giving it a really nice crunch. Where the heck did the almonds go? Mm. All right, there's an almond. <laughs> Sorry about talking with my mouth full. Okay, so the almonds are in there, but they're texture more than flavor. This is quite nice, though. But I wonder, I wonder about next time, increasing the cinnamon just a tiny bit, like another eighth of a teaspoon, and maybe an eighth of a teaspoon of almond extract. I think that would be good. You might consider adding those to the ingredient list for when you make it a second time, or if you're just listening this time through, when you make it the first time. It's nice. It's a good breakfast bread. This will be nice for breakfast. It is not sweet enough to be a dessert thing, but it's great for an afternoon snack or tea or breakfast. I'm going to go finish it now. Don't want to leave anything on my plate. Until next time, happy cooking. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. If you're enjoying this podcast, you can make a contribution through the supporter link on every Cook Along podcast page or go to Ko-fi, ko-fi.com slash the Cook Along podcast. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening.